check this out. It was like, what a gas gave you telekinesis. I was like, what the fuck this nigga? He was fuck. I know he ain't from out here, but this is my brother that was like. Oh, this him right here in the video? Yeah, he shot and edited this shit. That's actually him in it, though. He's shooting it himself. Hey, this nigga did Comic Con and shit like that. Like, that nigga can make you Batman, bro. United round two. Yes, sir. That's a day we got forty. Yes, sir. What's up, brother? We got forty. Now this episode is gonna be different as hell. <laughs> Once yes, again, sir. each person get a different experience every time. Now we got a whole other set of questions, but uh, these questions gonna pertain hopefully to him. So let's see if we can shake the whole room up right quick. All right. Shake the room. All right. Now this song will be stuck in my head. <laughs> Number one, number one. Word. This pertaining to you. When did you fall in love with music yourself, at personally? Birth, at birth, at birth. I was born in music. Like, literally, I was singing in choir, the adult choir at three and four years old, bro. And yeah, I know people probably would be like, this nigga singing in the choir. Nah, I started off singing in the choir. My grandma made me. Like, when I say I was born in my grandma knew. Like, she bought me my first instrument when I was like five. She bought me a keyboard. The keyboard actually was my first instrument. But I couldn't separate my hands. And then she bought me a drum set, and that just became natural. Like, people don't gonna believe this, but for my 12th Christmas, my grandmama bought me Juvenile the G Code. Like, <laughs> like fact. Like, she bought me the G Code album. Like, I, it was my 12th Christmas. I was 12 that year. Like, so, like, music just, I always been around me. My daddy was a DJ. So, like, it was like during that time, my daddy and Michael Soul was. The top not Michael going, Soul. Hey, okay. That's how deep, that's what I'm not saying. Michael Soul. That's how deep this run. Michael Soul up here, man. <laughs> Mike would do it too, but that's how deep it's run though. So it was like, I was literally was born. I had no choice for real, for real, bro. Music was embedded in me. And I'm not complaining about it at all, and I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> Mike Solo OG. If I get yes, a little bit, I'm asking yes. a whole different type of question. And now you're gonna be mad you went to sleep again because he was a judge and uh, showed up. I'm like, hey, yeah, you got Sorry, me. I missed that. I missed that. I have long days. I'm sorry. Long days. Alright. Nice. Segue into another question then. Word. What is your typical preparation for making a song? It's weird, bro. Like, if you hear any of my songs, I wrote it around water or at a cemetery or driving on the highway. Damn. Yeah, like, I, it's either I'm going to go to a lake or to one of the cemeteries with somebody that I'm close, close to it. I kick it with them. Like, I'm a, I'm, I have a different relationship with death, so, like, I actually go talk to my people. So I go out there, I go smoke by myself, or I go to the lake somewhere where there's a lot of water, or I go on the highway, and I literally ride from... If I'm in Columbus, I literally start off on Victor Drive Exit, Williams Road, <laughs> back to Victor Drive Exit, Williams Road, back to Victor Drive Exit, Williams Road, until the song is done. Like, so, like, I, I, I can't, I can't sit in that, like, I can't come in here and sit in the room and write. I'm not finna drive like that, neither. I'm sorry. You seen gas prices, bro? Yeah, I know. Like, I know, I know. But <laughs> I made that song in the car in the parking lot. Yeah, like, uh, I can't, yep, this I a can't hit. do that. Like, I have to have, like, because, like, for instance, like, you only, like, my creative juices come out of life. So I have to constantly see something. 
I have to constantly see. I have to see I something that, that makes me tap into something. Cause me personally, I don't really write my song. God write my song. It's just my own. Cause some shit I be writing, I can't even believe <laughs> I wrote it. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I can't even believe I wrote it. So like, my process for writing is different. That's why I don't. People be asking me to come do a song with them, we go in the studio, and I be like, let me hear the track. And I'm like, okay, cool, send it to me. And I'm like, all right, I'll be back. They understand, I'm not gonna write in the studio. I'm not gonna be able to draw the inspiration you would want me to draw. Okay. Because just sitting here looking at you ain't gonna really give it to me. Like, <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like, I like, I have to draw inspiration from the world, so. So, okay, I like that. So, my next question, mm -hmm. going with that. You known around here, um, you known. That's what they say, everybody be acting like. You know. Mm -hmm. I've been knowing you for a while. A lot of other Thanks. ones too. I just, Thanks. you know, this is about you right now. Thanks. So, if you want to drop names, mm -hmm. who do you think around this city, the Tri City, mm -hmm. is your biggest competition? <laughs> no fucking body. You run this, I'm be honest, bro. You got to think about it. Like, I love everybody. Uh, every artist around here that's moving and actually known in the city, I have a relationship with. Mm -hmm. Like, meaning, like, because for one, like, I've been doing this shit for a while, but everything I do is so different from what everybody else does. Like, and to be honest, like, you got to think about it, like, I learned my game from Sight Pacino around here. Okay. Long live Sight. Like, Sight gave me a lot of game on stuff before he died. So it was like, he always just told me, like, make sure you just go bigger. That, and that's one of my motto, like, it's not big enough. And people call me extra, which is how I got the name Hollywood. But, like, I think about it, bro, like, I, was, I actually brought out my old school's marching band. Hey. Like, there's no artist around that's even big. They, and when I did it, everybody, man, I thought about doing that. Well, I did it. I didn't think about it. I thought about it. Yeah. I did it. Like, it's a difference. But, and, like, I, I'm always ahead of the curve. Like, I've been ahead of the curve since I came hey. in. Like, and I'm just being honest. Like, I, I really don't really see any competition. It's not a slight to nobody. It's just, I know how I do. You got to think about it, bro. Like, everything I've ever done in my career, I did it. There's never been a manager. There's never been an investor. There's never been a team. There's never been nothing. But my mind and get your ass up and go. So it's like, you got to think about it. I'm so lowly. I worked a lot of niggas' labels. And I know that because some of these niggas have been signed to people who came to me after and told me, like, but the whole time, you was the one getting, giving us head. We used to have music by choice. So like, and I'm not going to drop them names, but I'm no. sure they, they know. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I by myself, because I'm a student of the game. I, I study everybody's job, so I can literally do everybody's job. I know what the manager's supposed to do. I okay. know what the PR team's supposed to do. I know what the street team's supposed to do. I know what each one of my musicians is supposed to do. I know as a songwriter, I know what notes the choir's supposed to sing. I know what I know. Okay. All, I, I study everything. So I was like. I'm really a, a, a person that just, I cover the board by myself, which it ain't too many artists. Most of the artists, they, just, they really just rap. All right, we're here with this question now. Mm -hmm. Let's say you about to get in a fight. Mm -hmm. You walking up to this nigga. Mm -hmm. What theme song playing? Honestly, it's probably <laughs> no music playing. Because <laughs> like, when I get in the mall, I see red. So most of the time, it's probably just going to be like, <laughs> Ain't gonna be no music. It's just gonna be loud noise. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like, I ain't gonna really be a theme song. I don't know why I thought about Rocky, but that's cliche as fuck. But I don't know why you're doing anything about the Rocky. Thing, probably ain't gonna be no music playing in my head to after. And after that, probably gonna be really Hollywood. Fuck a 20, let's go fuck up a 50. Probably gonna be my own shit. Alright, y'all. We're gonna wrap that part up. Now, this shit finna get a little, finna get a little weird now. Scared time. <laughs> Now, I asked this question on the last show. Mm -hmm. She answered it real politically. Okay. I'm going to ask you because you are a father. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. So your son is getting ready for the prom. Mm -hmm. When his date arrives, mm -hmm. it's another dude. <laughs> Do you let him go to the damn prom? 
be real, boy, because I said hell to the To no. be honest, yes, he could go to the prom <coughs> because he can't come back. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, you can go to the prom. Shoot. Don't, don't bring it back. <coughs> because for one, it's like, I'm going to be honest, my whole thing with that is they push the agenda so heavily. It's like, bro, these kids don't know nothing about that shit, bro. These kids don't know what we put in them, bro. Kids are not born with hate, and kids are not born. Only want to say the term. Um, yeah, I got you. Like, that's the thing is, like, but at the same time, I am okay with it if that's who you are. Like, for instance, like, I work with the, like, I'm one of the females that actually be around, like, in my choir, like, and most of them are, which I, I, I love them. Like, they family now. But as far as it was my son, like, that's just how me, how I was raised. Like, my pop gave me that, that same speech. Okay. He told me, like, yeah, it ain't it gonna be around me. And, it, and that stuck with me, so it was like, but at the end of the day, like, if he does choose to live that life, he's fully on his own at that point. You're grown. You're grown at that point. So at that point, like, But think, think about this. This is the prom. So apparently he's still in high school. No, you're grown. <laughs> like, I ain't gonna lie. And like I said, I'm just me. To you, what is the biggest turnoff? The biggest turnoff? Roman? Mm-hmm. Of course it would be lack of ambition. Here you go, bro. Ambition. Like, hey. if you don't understand business hey. or you don't understand what it takes to do something bigger than you, I can't even, I, I wouldn't even probably, I give you casual conversation to get on about my business. Because it's just, it's, it's like, I don't know, like, I'm I'm too, my mind is too far gone as far as doing something great. Like, that's my whole, because at the end of the day, like, my thing is we have to leave something on this world. Like, to me, the only way to fail is by not leaving your stop on earth. If the earth forgets you were ever here, that is that's my biggest fear, bro. Like, I cannot let the world forget I was here. Like, that's my biggest fear. I don't believe it. That's why people don't believe I sound infinite because I don't believe in death. Like, if you do something great, you'll live forever. So if a woman don't understand that process, and like, not even for me, but for her own life, it's like, we wouldn't really get along because you're going to be, well, you never got time for this, you never got time for that. It's like, I ain't got time for them arguments. <laughs> Because you're either helping or you're hurting. What do you like to do that is traditionally considered feminine? Now, when I say that, I mean, like me, for instance. Uh-huh. I like to smell good. I can't gotcha. go nowhere. And I, I, I get the question. That's no. why I, was, I get the question. No, I can't go nowhere smelling like... I would say I, yeah. I like to smell good as well. It's crazy. I would say <laughs> that I take a lot of showers. Which I done had some women be like, man, I ain't never been a man that like, take this many showers. Why are you showers? I'm like... And you know how you, sometimes you just feel dirty? Like, if I go outside, once that air hits me, once I come back in the house, I'm dirty. Like, I ain't gonna lie, like, if I get out the shower, once I go outside, I'll just, I'm dirty again. It's like, so I guess I would say that. Like, I'll take a lot of fucking showers, bro. Like, By the way, people, uh, yes, we are smoking. Oh, yeah, dude. I told this man, when he comes here, be as comfortable as you want to be. Uh, However you wanted to be, you can shit, be there. Man, I ain't <laughs> shit, man. Yeah. And he, you know, I'm just here. <laughs> Thinking back. Mm-hmm. It don't matter if it was struggle days recently. Mm-hmm. What is the best five dollars you ever spent? Oh shit, what? <laughs> Back Fletcher Avenue days, you could go and you could buy you could go, listen, alright, this is when the old was up. And we young niggas now. This is before <laughs> niggas think about driving and thing. But we could go to the whole, there's a, uh-huh. a whole show of apartments where you could buy anything you want under the sun. And we'd go, it might be four of us. Nigga, we'd go in a dollar a piece. We'd come up five dollars. You go to the hole and you get a, a blunt, which was a, a gram for me at the time, for four dollars. 
75 cents for a cigar and a quarter for a cigarette. Yeah. You can never get that ever again. We was young niggas then. This is when we was, I ain't gonna cap. We had time. We just stand outside the store trying to get smoking shit to buy a cigar and shit. But you go to the hole, you get a blunt for four, a cigarette for a quarter, and a cigar for 75 cents. That's the big fat ass swishers. The big fat <laughs> swishers. You feel me? Like, even before cigarette was cool, the big fat ass swishers. You gotta tear the end out that motherfucker. Like, but yeah, those was the best five dollars I ever spent. What small thing makes you angrier than it should? I'm talking about small thing. Like, I'm talking about, man. Because when it makes you that angry, it means it's not small to me. So it's like. I don't know. To me, like, when my kids and shit leave the lights on, that shit okay, pisses me yeah, off. That's very, yeah. That's you ain't okay. even in the room. Cut that shit off. Yeah, like, that, that's, that's a waste of money. What the walls like, need to see? Uh, <laughs> I, I would say, really, just people not being where they're supposed to be or doing supposed to. Because everything be work with me. So, like, if you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, especially if it's show related. Like, I be going through that shit with some of like, my musicians and singers and shit. Like, <clears throat> if, I understand life come up, but if you know that the team got something important to do, everybody got to make that sacrifice. Yeah. So it's like, it's more of a, maybe to some people, that shit be smart. Like, I know life happened, but I'm a person that I be over overly dedicated. So I would say just people not being what they're supposed to be. Yeah. So what are two things that you're very passionate about? Music, my children, not in this specific order, but, and the thing is, my children ensure that I'm passionate about that because my kids ask me questions like, Daddy, when we going platinum? So it's <laughs> like, I have a different pressure. Like some people be like, I can't do this because I got to, and my kids are telling me like, you ain't got no, you ain't got no interview today? Like, you ain't got no, you ain't got to do this? Like, you ain't got no video shoot? Cause they so used to me doing it, so it's like, yeah, music and my kid like they and all my kids entertainers in their own way anyway, so I'm blessed in that situation. But yeah, music and my kids, everything, that's it. Everything <laughs> around with that. If you had a disease named after you, mm. what would be the symptoms? That's a dope ass <laughs> question, bro. <laughs> if I had a disease okay, named after me, I ain't gonna lie, it'll probably be <laughs> nonchalantness. Like, what would be the symptoms now? Well, then, like, you're a very <laughs> nonchalant person would be, if you're nonchalant sometimes, <laughs> and I'm not gonna, I'm not by any means saying I am, but people confuse me as being this. A lot of people confuse me as being arrogant because of the Hollywood shit, which I'm not. But in the entertainment world, yes, I am because I'm an entertainer, but as a person, I'm not. But people think I'm arrogant as fucking egotistical, which I'm not, but... The people would consider signs of that nonchalantness, egotistical, maybe slightly narcissistic. Yeah, you probably probably name me that. Mm. If you could go back to school for one year, which year? Which grade okay. would you choose? Ain't gonna lie for me to be sixth. <laughs> I think I said sixth grade. It'd be sixth Why grade. sixth grade though? Hold on. It'd be because like the sixth, ain't gonna lie, I got in, I got in trouble every school I went to. But the sixth grade was the first year I got to Baker Middle School. Like that's the first year I stayed back too. <laughs> so like I would actually focus more on school to be able to, I only went to school to play sports. I went to school to play sports and kick it with the people. I didn't go like like I said, I've always been so I always was smarter than the people around me in a sense because I don't I don't really need a teacher to teach me something because I already want to learn it. So I probably already read about the shit anyway. Mm-hmm. So I could literally go, I could skip school Monday through Thursday, show up on Friday and just pass the test. 
And I actually had the opportunity to get skipped back in like third grade, but my pops didn't want to take it because he felt like I would miss out on something. Which, when I stayed back in the seats, would have just put me back in my normal grade in retrospect. Mm-hmm. But nobody knew this shit gonna happen, but I would go back to the seats though because that's when I would actually focus better, actually do what it took to stay on the football field. Opposed to just doing enough to look good on the football field and play good, right? But I would actually focus more. I ain't gonna lie. That was the turning point for real where I should have tightened up the most. If you could be inside any video game, which one would you pick? Do I get to keep coming back like it's a video game? Whatever game you pick, then yeah. <laughs> but if I'm saying, one. if I could be in one, it would be Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto, nigga. Hey. Like, one of them, like, hey, hey. I, want some, I want some action. But if anybody want Call of Duty smoke, I promise yeah, you, yeah, 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 I can put right. all of my information in this video. Yeah, after the video, a whole separate video. It don't matter. Yeah, TikTok. He's different. Your like, mailbox, it don't matter. Uh, he's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, them niggas play that shit, play that shit. I'll play it for real, man. I'll try to do. But yeah, it'll be something like that. I'll probably say GTA because I can do, I can actually live a regular life, but do a lot of more turned up shit and not get, and not get in trouble for it. So see, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say GTA because I can do the same shit that's in Call of Duty in GTA. My game I would probably want to go into if I could would be uh, Mario Kart. That's lit too though. I ain't gonna lie, I would do that. My life, if I was gonna say Mario, it would be the first Mario that was on Internet Nintendo 64. Man. That joint you can fly and all that shit. Like, man. I feel you on that though. Cause yeah, you wanna swerve all Mario day. Yeah, you wanna drive and swerve all day. Swerving all day. Yeah. What is your secret, if you have one? What is your secret when it comes to coping with stress? Honestly, bro, it work. <laughs> Like, I feel like, bro, if you just grind, that shit can fix anything. Like, that's why I say, a lot of people think I'm not shalant because I don't really let shit get to me. Like, I went through a lot of real life shit early. Like, when I say real life shit, I mean, like, 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 people not here no more type shit. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't, if nobody's dying, I'm not, I don't, I don't have a panic button. Like, I don't, I got an equipment with a panic button. So stress don't really, I don't even like using that word for real. Like, people are stressed out. I'm like, bro, don't even put that word in your vocabulary. Like, like, I don't believe in that shit. So I was like, mm, I just keep going. Like, I've already been through the worst I feel like I could ever go through. There ain't nothing I can go through that yeah. worse than some of the shit I already went through. Stress, boy. Hey. It, it, but I know, I do understand it's real for some people. Like I said, yeah. like, I got a real thing about it. For instance, like, the years where you learn how how to uh, deal with life and the people around you is mm-hmm. high school. That's when you, you, know, you got them adolescent years. That's when you really learn, like, how you go about relationships with people and dealing with. People, as a semi-adult, you starting to think a little bit more. My high school years, bro, like, I did not have. I was getting ready to go to war. I went to war for my high school years. So my mind had to adapt to some shit that, at that age, it really shouldn't have had to adapt to. Like, and in order to go with it for real, if you had one of them jobs, like, I had a job that I was outside the wire. Like, my mission, I was on missions. Like, I wasn't <laughs> sitting in the office or no shit. So I was like, we had one of them jobs. So I was like... You have to wrap your mind around the fact that how real life is and how fast it can go. Like I really, basically, like this, and this is not to take this shit away deep. I'm gonna be honest with you. And I actually pull up newspaper clips and shit for this shit, bro. And what got me to the point where I was like, man, you know what? This shit really don't mean shit. As far, and I was thinking about this as far as life. Mm-hmm. Like life don't mean shit. This shit's pointless. Like I went on a mission and a fucking helicopter crashed in the middle of our convoy. Seven British soldiers burned. Up in this helicopter. That's another. That's also why people ask why I don't wear seatbelts. I don't wear seatbelts at all, bro. God, I've seen seatbelts hurt more than they've helped. They couldn't get out the fucking seatbelts, so they burned them. Get, do you know what? 
Our our cowboy commander did and said, oh, please step. Bro, he said, secure location and Charlie, prepare to Charlie Mike. You know what Charlie yeah, Mike means? Yeah, I was about to say, Charlie Mike means continue mission. <laughs> it means, I, I know what just happened. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, we got, so that's what I'm telling you, like, <laughs> for an 18 year old, you see what I'm saying? Like, so, like, at that point, I already knew, like, okay, bro, like, it's gonna be some times where, nigga, your ass might die and the world is just gonna keep going. You see what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, it's no stressing now. It's like, bro, like, I've seen the worst that could possibly, like, bro, I don't know. If nobody's life is in danger, like, I'm not, and even if they are, I'm not stressing because the time I'm spending stressing is the time I should be taking to figure out what's going on to save their ass. Like, so it's like, I don't, nah, like, I really spend my energy worrying about the solution opposed to worrying about the problem. Anytime a man is asked how he is doing, especially if he is a father, mm-hmm. you know, the normal answer is, I'm fine. Mm, facts. What does a man really want to say? Just he, your opinion. What does he, a dude really want to say? He really want to say a lot of shit, but you already know he can't, bro. Like, he can't because, for one, especially when it comes to women, like, and like I said, this is me speaking from just knowing and general knowledge because I'm one of those people that <clears throat> I'm never going to say that anyway. Like, I'm just one of the people, not even to a male. Like, I, cause for one, like, like I said, I got just told you the other answer about stress. Like, I feel, I'm, I'm I, I, I don't expect nobody to care. I expect people to just keep moving on. So, like, but men want to say so much shit that a woman ain't gonna do nothing but judge them about, or uh, feel like, hashtag me too. Like, the hashtag me too shit is real. Like, cause you could go to a woman, you could tell her an issue you have, even if it's pertaining to your kids. And most fathers, like, nowadays, we don't live in the same household as the kids. So, I'm not she gonna tell you about how worse it is on her end because she might have them more than you have them. Or they're dealing with shit you don't get to see every day. Or they act different when they with you. Like, so it's like, your issues become null and void compared to theirs. So, it's really uh, pointless to even... It makes you feel like it's pointless to even attempt to make them understand where you're coming from if that makes sense simple mm-hmm. but uh, pretty much passionate answer are you at peace no yeah. and of course if you are or if you are not how did you attain it the reason I, I would say yes is because like, I'm never comfortable like, so I, the reason I would say I'm at peace is because my faith is different bro like that's why I say that people say I'm not slack because it ain't that I'm not slack I just don't worry because you know what faith is, right? Explain for people, because my faith might be different from whatever. Okay, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean your faith in, in in a thing. I just mean the word faith. Period. Believing, hoping. Uh, yeah, believing in something for the most part. Believing and hoping, and is really knowing. Like for instance, you got it. Yeah. Like me personally, I know I could walk up to the Grand Canyon, and I can step out there because I just know God gonna put a step right there. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. Like it's a, that's faith for real. That's like, yeah, so it's like the gap between where we're at and where we want to be is called faith. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like sometimes you gotta jump out there the same way birds are taught to fly. Like the mama push their ass off. If, <laughs> if you don't hit the ground, you were fit to be my child. Yeah. You like, you see what I'm saying? So it's like I'm at peace because I don't worry about nothing I can't control. Like I, I don't worry, and if I can't control it. I'm gonna do something about it. So like, I'm at, I'm at peace, bro, because what God wants to happen is gonna happen. <laughs> that's a, 
That that is like it's gonna happen. There's no way you can hide. There's no way you can do nothing. Like I've been through enough, bro. Like and I know my God. Like it's he's. Bro, like he do shit you would never believe, bro. That's a fact, bro. Like, I promise you. He I'm, do like you would never believe, bro. Like, I'm looking at it every day. Yeah. I promise you. Uh, they, that's what it get, <laughs> that's what life really get easy though, bro. Like when you really just and they and they tell you like mm. like and don't and, and keep in mind like you don't have to read the Bible all day to have a relationship with God. Like you don't have to go to church every week to have a relationship with God. Like our relationship with God are personal, but. This is how I be knowing that my relationship with God is where it's supposed to be because people will tell me something about the Bible that I already be living by. Like, for instance, like, he tells you, bro, like, put all your weight on me. Like, he tells you to, like, put all your weight on him. Like, you, he tell, you're not built to carry this shit. But when you realize that shit, you realize you built to carry a lot more shit than you thought you built because he only yeah. gave you what you're built to carry. Like a damn ant. Like, exactly, bro. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> bro, people really looked at how at colonies work. And we uh, and we would realize how stupid as humans we are. Uh, like, bro, uh, uh, like, bro, like, people don't understand it. You look at this little motherfucker, like, ain't no way hell you gonna pick up a leaf that's just this big on the back of something that looks like a dot. Bodies. Like, bro, like, really, <laughs> like, but like, he only gonna put on you what you are built to deal with. But some of us won't get our get out of our own fucking way. Some of us will not get out of our own way, bro. Like, and yeah, that's a that. hard trait to goddamn it, it is, though, bro, but you're going to bump me like, bro, I'm young. <laughs> Listen, I got kicked out of elementary school, middle school, high school, and the army. Bro, everything I was I, I was trying to do that I wanted to do, he was like, nah, 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 nah. Everything I ever got the wrong way, I lost it. Nah, nah. When I started, when I, when I caught that case, I made a deal with God in jail. I didn't make a deal with God. I made a deal with God. If you let me out of this one, I'd never go back to doing nothing wrong again. And I really only was doing what he was guiding me to. And everything just opened up. Everything just opened up. Like, even when I be like, all right, like, I don't want to do this shit no more, he'll make it to work, okay. Phone line running now. Now I'm booked for this, booked for that, booked for this, booked for that. Yeah. Like, it's shit like that. Like, he always give me, like, he won't, this is the one thing he won't let me fuck up. If that makes sense. Oh, hell of sense. Like, he was like, this is the one thing. Like, everything else I've tried to do, I can't work a job. Like, I fuck those up. Like, everything, the only thing that works is what I be doing, which is fucking music, bro. Like, music is like saving my fucking life. We are, for one, happy you're here, happy you came through. Um, like I said, the last question was, are you at peace? Yes, uh, I'm there and trying to stay there. But like that, it's a hard fight, boy. I promise you. Everything negative, for some reason, have the combination in the cheat code, all kind of shit. But uh, y'all, we is here. 40, we appreciate your head. This is the second round of Bash United, and we out of here.